Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. It lives. What the fuck? Sit your ass down, Lars. You get no fucking privacy out of here. What's there to say? We're out of beer, pal. Bob used to be a woman. Yes, we sell out. Proper roach smoking technique. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. It's a James Hatfield. There's all kinds of shit. Shower filled with women. Can a song go higher than number one? Told you to not fuck around. Cliff, fuck you. My three-year-old son could do that. I don't even have a son. Hey, man, you better wash that mic off. About the heaviest number known to mankind. There's 50 fucking percent chicks out in the house. Is that joking? No. Is he joking? No, it's serious. Here we go. This is Joe Sib, and you're listening to And Podcast for All with my two metal bros, Shane and Jeff. Enjoy. Welcome to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, do you want to know something a little bit funny? I like to laugh. Metallica turned 40, and tonight is episode 81. Imagine that. I thought that was pretty, how that works. pretty wild. Pretty wild ride. Don't, don't lie. When we started this podcast, you picked that specific date so it would land on this specific date. It's funny you bring that up. The first time you and I took a picture of us in that smoky hotel room during <laughs> 81 weeks ago, whenever that was. Wow. I, was I, t- time I timed it that way, so you never knew that. But I think you're onto something. I, I, I had a little secret on my sleeve. See, I see your footsteps. I know what's going on. The Micro Tell in Bloomington, Minnesota, full of marijuana smell. Oh, man. It was, it was very, <laughs> very pot-filled. And it wasn't just for me. You know, you you were clean that day. It was from our room next door, I believe. It, it was, yes. I, I did not have it in my pocket that day. That's where we said, we'd like a room for 90 minutes. And the guy was like, um, okay. Again, he probably thought there was some <laughs> kind of porno getting shot there or something going on or uh, something illegal happening, which we sat in a room with some microphones I think with some socks over them, too, because we didn't even bring any of our recording shit yet. No pop filters. <laughs> actually, our own socks that we wore into the room over the mics that day. Something like that, yeah. I don't know if I was sniffing my mic that day. Oh, dude. Uh, right before we signed on, I was in the the Met store on Metallica.com. Pretty cool right. new shit in there. Yeah, they, uh, they have a new Christmas sweater. I don't I, own one, but I, I think I might need to get one finally. I was just going to ask you, I take it you have seen the Red Fist ugly sweater, they call it. The ugly sweater. Well, of course, it has to be St. Anger and not, you know, anything else. But that's all right. 
That's all right. I wouldn't expect anything less. I love the fact that everyone hates on it. And it actually looks pretty cool, the design and everything that's on it. Do you own an ugly sweater? Because I don't. No, I don't. And, you know, I say that I should get one. But like I do on every episode, I'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe I should get that. Like the black album box that I'm like, all right, I'm going to finally get it. And, of course, I never got it. So being the one and only Jeff Winslow from the one and only tribute band to Metallica, that is (laughs) one tenth of the fans that love St. Anger. You I don't think you can get out of this, bro. You got to get that. I mean, I'll Dude, definitely I, buy a Saint, I was going to say I'll buy a Saint Anger box set when that comes out. Oh god, yeah, but you know <laughs> you need this sweater, dude. If I have a Saint Anger sun visor for my windshield That's in the car, right. you you, right. you need this fucking sweater, dude. It's time. I think it's time I finally You should wear need... that to the 40th. <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose San Fran does get a little bit chilly at nighttime, and it, you know, it being Dude, the weekend it'll before be, Christmas and all. It's going to be in the 40s. It's going to be wet. It's going to be miserable Northern California weather in December, and we're, we're going to be, what, six or seven days away from Christmas? I think it's time. It's appropriate. I, it's Just just get on it. Would you ever <laughs> wear that on stage? Oh, I don't know. That That sweater might make me late again. You can you can wear it during my world. That or if you know we ever decide to bring in Frantic after their live performance of it, I feel like we need to we need to bring it back. It's time to take it back. If we played Frantic like they played it at Aftershock, it would be bitching. Really good. It'd be really good. I think people would really they get into it. I like the how the count off is a kick eight on the floor. Right. Two, it's two, just two. It works. I like how the snare goes into the hat, not the hat into the snare. Not, yeah, the other way around. No sizzle, just, I, just crack. Yeah, you got to start it off with a bang. And you notice, of course, he keeps his snare on, just like the record. Can you imagine if he turned the snare off in a live setting? I'd love to see him do it just once. <laughs> do it for like the they need to play purify and then he needs to turn the snare off they gotta play the worst song off that <laughs> album and and make it sound the worst all right here we go let's hear lars's triggered snare with the snare off i'd actually dig that for for one round how would that work out since because his his kid is triggered yeah not the snare the snare's not triggered no Oh, okay. I was going to say, because how would that work then if you turn it off? Would it even register? Or would it still sound like the trigger? Uh, his snare is mic'd on the bottom, and he's got two mics on the top head. Oh, okay. Okay. Just throw that strainer down on the snare and go, all right, circa all right, 03, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just bring out the acrylic, and we're good to go. I would just love to see that on the set list. Dot, 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 snare off, frantic. Purify, (laughs) dude. After you get your ugly Saint Anger, uh, after you get your ugly Saint Anger Christmas sweater. Speaking of merch, after eighty-one weeks, you and I finally are going to debut some in podcast for all merch. I'm pumped. I'm pumped too, but let's not get everyone too excited yet because. We, we don't know for sure exactly which ones, because we have quite a few different designs, correct? We have four to pick from, from our good friend, Mr. Larry Levine, who's making it all happen for us. Pretty pumped about this, dude. Every, every design he made was absolutely amazing. Dude, every time I got a Facebook message from him this week, 
I'm like, dude, you've totally overwhelmed me with images, information, et cetera, et cetera. Then I would send you the screenshots and then I was waiting for a reply from you. But I'm like, uh, I think Jeff's just as overwhelmed as I am because every image I saw, I'm like, holy shit, that's cool. Next one would come. Oh my God, look at that. And the fact that he made them all by hand too. Like it wasn't because that that one picture he sent, it looked like he was making the stencils old school way like he had a razor yes, blade sir. out and everything like he this was no digital imaging this wasn't you know he had it printed out and pre-cut right. and all that like he made this shit by hand and it is really cool larry i know you're listening thank you so much uh i can't thank you enough i am pumped for this and hopefully in the next few weeks we've got some absolutely thank you some of those www.blahblahblah.com things where you can order online and that ships to you within a couple days for the small price of 497 dollars or 19 dollars and 81 cents you just came up with that on the fly and i like that a lot better (laughs) i think that's a good price for a shirt let's see how much they cost to make first no, I'm just watch we'll lose money on the deal twenty dollars a shirt oh now we're losing 11 cents per shirt uh, speaking of 419 cents sorry sorry yeah you and your minnesota math i i was thinking too quickly i corrected myself speaking of 497 dollars if you want to go see metallica in las vegas for two tickets it's probably around 497 knowing all the the fees involved with the stadium Ticketmaster show, Jeff. I mean, I'm good on that one. I don't. I, I I love Vegas, but I don't need to go to Vegas to see Metallica. I go to Vegas to walk around and drink in public. I agree with you. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to that one. Um, excited for the people that are going. Excited for Las Vegas, but yeah, I don't know. To me, it, it's crazy because Vegas is it's the city where you do everything and you can do everything for the most part. Right. But for some reason, when I go there, I just don't imagine going to a concert. I don't know. That just doesn't seem like why I would go there, but it is pretty cool. Cause they're playing with, uh, well, that's the next night, isn't it? Uh, Billy Joel. Dude, how, how out of left field is that? I think it's cool. though. I think it's awesome. I think it's, I mean, two absolutely legendary band artist well, I'm on the down east or Alexa, and I'm cruising through Black Island Sound. I have to put it back to back like that I mean that's a that's a big seller and you're gonna get people from from Metallica's generation and those type of people and then you're gonna get a whole different crowd for the Billy Joel and you might even get some of the people from Metallica right that go to Billy Joel the next night too as soon as I saw that lineup, I thought of one of our very first guests, Mr. Michael Grovesner, the Glass Houses Billy Joel podcast host. I'm like, is this dude not yep. going to be in heaven or what? Yeah, I know. He's, he's got best of both worlds right there. Doesn't get any better than that. That'd be like me waking up and it's like Guns and Metallica, two back-to-back nights. I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God. What Does it get any better? You're thinking Metallica and Seven Dust. <laughs> And Motley Crue playing Generation Swine front to back. <laughs> as long as they open with Brandon. Well, that's the last track, so it would have to be like Struggle Within to Sandman. Oh, God. Please don't play it backwards. <laughs> don't play it forwards, backwards, sideways. God. <laughs> I know that, I'm a that, hater. That's a hell of a lineup, though. Billy Joel and Metallica. That's going to bring about 100,000 people to that stadium in, in a weekend. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas is going to be popping like it's fight week. 
<laughs> Remember when I was there a couple weeks ago for fight week and I didn't have a hotel room? Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> the exactly. whole fucking city is just... Shane, does, Shane doesn't like big events in Vegas when he's working. <laughs> See, this is why you're out for Metallica. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to get some hate mail for this. By the way, if you have some issues with or Jeff and Shane or with any in Podcast for All, please email us in podcastforall at gmail.com and send your hate train mail. I'm going to be a little bit unpopular right now because I don't see the big I don't see the big cool thing with this new master class show they're hosting. <laughs> yeah, when you have someone like Gordon Ramsay who teaches people how to cook, I, that's that, that's like a that's a skill you could actually like watch and learn like how to be a band though. I mean, I I don't know, you get some people together and you fucking jam. Cool. Class over. Class dismissed. I mean, I get why they're it's doing it and I'll tell you a what, month. If the only thing I think is cool about it is if there ever was going to be a band or even a metal band, we'll push it even further, that was going to do a master class program, of course it's Metallica. So it's cool that they got picked to do that. But of other course. than that, it's yeah. No, and you know it's funny because I've seen multiple posts about it on like Facebook and whatnot, and of course it has like the reaction. You know, you can like it, laugh it, hate it, or whatever, or angry or whatever. And, like, every single one of them has, like, the number one is the laughing reaction. So I I have a feeling that we're not the only ones that are thinking this. I feel like other people are seeing this going, all right, this is kind of goofy. It's just one of those things for – if if it was something that was mind blowing, I'd be like, okay, fifteen bucks, I'll subscribe to it for two months, spend thirty bucks, and it'll be some good shit. When I watched the previews and the trailers and the teasers, I was like, and of course the songs are like Puppets One and Sandman, like, oh, see how we wrote these. You and I, think I it'd as be diehard fans, I look at that and I'm like, meh, whatever. Well, it's obviously for like the mainstream and you know, that master class, it, it really seems like it's it's geared towards those type of people who are very not that we're not socially connected, but people that literally live on their computers their their phones their tablets you know yeah i I get it that that newer generation the popular generation i don't even want to call it that but i don't know i I feel like it would have been even more beneficial if instead of saying hey this is how we wrote the song this is it should have been like this is how you play the song you know what i mean like that's something that you could like right i agree with even though you could you could go on like slow down videos slow down the solo and battery and see how it's done really close up Exactly. Like the way I learned battery was when Kirk Hammett did that guitar world thing in 2008 for master of puppets, dead battery. He, yeah. And he slows it down because I remember at that time, like that riff, when you hear it kind of up to speed, it's, it's kind of tough to pinpoint where certain things are and hearing it slowed down like that, that was really beneficial. So I feel like maybe their master class should have been more about like, hey, we're gonna teach you how to play these songs. Like Lars shows you, hey, I'm gonna show you how to do, you know, some kind of fill or rudiment or something that's signature to what he does, you know, and James shows what he does and hey, this is the technique of how you get your down picking down or whatever. But yeah, just talking about how to be a band and how to write a song, I don't know. I think it's it's a little meh. All right, kids, here's how to play the snare fill on Sabbath True. Ga 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 ga. Ga, 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 ga. And that's today's lesson. Dat, dat, dat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, from the top. Right. <laughs> let's, let's try it again. 
you know me, most things that come out, I'm super pumped to check out. And especially if it's in a series and there's some new footage, I'm like, dude, I can't wait to check this out. And I just saw this and I'm like, yeah, I'll see excerpts from it a couple years in YouTube. Right. And again, I do think it's cool because when you look at all the people that offer the master class programs, it's, you know, again, like people like Gordon Ramsay and like, you know, people that not that Metallica can't teach you something, but people that can really teach you some kind of skill. So I do think it's cool that they are involved and included in the same kind of realm as that. But it's just I feel like it could have been executed a little bit better. Yeah. Metallica, if you want to talk about how to be in a band, just come on a podcast for all. It's not that hard. There's, I guess it, it's hard to really speak intelligently about it without at least seeing one of the courses. You know what I mean? And okay. really seeing I'll, what it's. I'll, I'll give you that. We I'll, because who I'll knows? Like they one. could, they could have some stuff in it that we're like, all right, w- this is what we see from the trailer, but they actually maybe might dive in a little bit deeper with something that maybe we don't see coming. Well, maybe our guest tonight from a suburb in L.A. can maybe he can spend the thirty dollars and then report back to us, and we can just use him. Hmm. I don't know about that, but sure, if you if he's down, <laughs> I just i i don't I don't want our our listeners to think we are using them. Yes, we're using oh. all of you. We're using you for clicks, for likes, for yeah. ratings, seven you think star we reviews. We want to talk Metallica with you. You're totally wrong. No, we don't want to talk Metallica. We just want to use you for who you know. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Come on. Well, we're not getting rich <laughs> off of it, so we got to start selling merch. <laughs> there we go. That's when the big Washingtons are going to start flying in. It only took us 81 weeks to realize that we need to sell shirts to make money off of this, Jeff. We've, we've been at it this whole time totally wrong. Hey, but you know what? Better late than never, and I think we figured the formula out. Maybe. That's true. Uh <laughs> We spoke about Vegas. I forgot to throw on there's a there's a few South America dates they announced. I don't think we'll be attending those. That's that's a couple miles down the road. I don't think I'll be making it to those ones. No. Uh, you and I have talked enough. Are you ready to get to our guest? That's pretty much in the L.A. area tonight. Yeah, yeah. I've I've talked for about 17 minutes now, and I'm ready to stop talking for the next 45 minutes. It's it's all on him, man. <laughs> That's what a podcast is all about. You, the fan, come on the show, drive the discussion, choose the topics. This is pretty cool. Metallica's birthday this week. Welcome to Happy episode. Birthday. Yeah. 40 years, dude. We'll, we'll talk about that. Welcome Don't worry. To we'll have a happy birthday sample. Insert here. Episode 81, which also happens to be Season 6, Episode 4. Please welcome from Lakewood, California. I hope I get this name right. Bobby, say the last name, Jeff. Anand? There it is. Yeah. Bobby, how you doing, man? Hey, good, man. Uh, I've been dying to add in about the, the Vegas thing ever since you brought it up because uh, on Colbert, um, I don't know if either of you saw it. Um, he did like a yeah. Chevy Cobalt. Yeah. Uh, he did. He did um, a uh, meanwhile, which is like like a, a little addendum thing, and he brought up the the Billy Joel Metallica mashup for Vegas. And long story short, the punchline was "Enter Piano Man." I'm like, oh man! In post, you got to add that, dude. I so like it that. It's just hilarious the way he does it.
I like that. I just don't like Stephen Colbert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bobby, you're in uh, a suburb of L.A. I'm, I'm guessing you'll be at the Vegas show. I'm with you. That that cost is pretty high. I don't know if I could swing it with my wife, but uh, both you and I are, are celebrating our 40th birthday along with Metallica, uh, and uh, next week as well. So, um, so you know, at you, AT Live. So you just turned 40, Bobby. Uh, I will at, at AT Live. So um, oh wow, cool. That, that actually that Monday. Way to date yourselves. Way to go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bobby and Shane are 40. Je- Jeff, how old are you now? I'm 28. Wow. Yeah, just think to, I was 19 when you met me. Bobby, to be 28 kid. again, can you imagine those those years? I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, but remember, I'm 28 I'm 28 with three kids, so I've got to be at least around like 35. <laughs> well, those girls have probably <laughs> aged you a point. while, so I think we're all 40 right now, Jeff. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm pretty close there myself. <laughs> You're like, I'm 28, my back is sore, my knees are giving out, I just don't have the patience anymore. I feel like an old man. Amen, brother. All right, Bobby, Metallica turns 40, you're turning 40, I turned 44 or five months ago, and I'll see you next week in Atlanta. And then we can go for Cage of the Elephant, we can hear The Unforgiven, like Jeff said last week, and then we can just go to the bar. Absolutely. I mean, who wants to see, you know, the same set list over and over? It's just going to be greatest hits, right? Right. Hodgepodge of the two two, two unique sets. If they open with with Whiplash, I'm out of there. (laughs) If they open it up with Trapped Under Ice, Shane is so out of there. Oh, yeah. Traps. It, it, the, when the day comes, when they finally open with, when they finally play Trapped, I'm just leaving right after it's over because that's He's in here. the only thing. Jin, gonna, jin, jin. All right, cool. That's the only thing I'm going to remember if it ever happens in my lifetime. So I wanted to ask Shane this like off the record, but you think if I made a sign like saying it's like it's my birthday along with Metallica's, like would they let me do the four count and just seek and destroy? Or do you think because of COVID that's never going to happen again? They'll never let people come on like you were able to do. I, I like, would never say th- never. You're going to need a mask. You're going to need a negative test and a vaccine card to do the yeah. four count on the China. Right. I, I don't think that I don't I don't th- to say that they would never do it again, I think might be extreme, but I don't see I I've heard that their camp is pretty uh pretty, pretty locked down when when they're playing shows right now, so I don't don't think it would work. But hey, you know what? You don't know if you don't try. I do I'm it. in I'm in San Jose right now. My coworker and I tried to go get Mexican tonight, and the restaurant wanted a Vax card from me just to go get some Mexican food, just to get some food. Imagine, Bobby, that. W- what's going on in California, man? The the the, the Mexicans even, want a Vax Minnesota's card for me not to that bad. eat. No, I was like, I I know San Francisco is pretty on lockdown. I know most of New York and Manhattan's tight, but San Jose, man, it was tight tonight, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's it's November first. They must be doing it ahead of time. So any indoor establishment has to be, uh, you have to show your card. So gyms, uh, hair salons. Wow. Yeah, but you should be able to get to go or, or Postmates, uh, Shane. Right? Would they let you I do that? I don't want it to go. I've been sitting in an airplane all day. I don't want to sit in a hotel. I want to sit on the patio and eat a fucking burrito. That's all I'm asking, San Jose. Yeah, but you're outside, right? So then that should they, be okay, they right? They wouldn't do it. And I said, well, I guess you don't want, you know, 50 bucks worth of business with drinks and food, so I'll go elsewhere. Hey, at least you gave it a shot. You know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I think Alec Baldwin said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is going bad. Wow, Jeff, too soon. 
uh, you know. <laughs> that 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 was epic. I need a gunshot sample right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be on. Well, Bobby, once again, welcome to episode eighty-one. You, the fan, drive the discussion, decide the topics. What else do you want to talk about tonight, man? Let's get off the political train and talk Metallica. <laughs> but did you want to do this one about the revolver cover story at all? Revolver cover story. Let's let's dive into that. You even have the physical copy. I'm digging that. It looks like yeah, a Ross Helfen yeah. photo. It is. It is. It's from that same shoot. Like, um, I think it might be from the Unforgiven shoot, just looking based on what they're wearing. Maybe, cool. But don't quote me on that. Jeff, are you familiar um, with this article? I don't think I am. No, I think uh, I saw something on Facebook that there was, you know, they were on the cover of it, but I haven't, I haven't seen the magazine in person or anything. Haven't been to my local Barnes & Noble or Half Price Books. Bobby, what'd you what'd you find in there interesting? Anything new to us uh, three diehards here? Not really, but um, the cover pages and, and the picture, like I said, because you said Ross Halfin, that was the nail on the head. It, it's a lot of the stuff that's coming with the black album box set that they used. It, it's cool. It's just I like the fact that's all blacked out. I thought that was the like I actually have a subscription still. I don't, I don't know why. I just kept never not like unsubscribed, and so it's the first time I've ever seen them do like black for the font itself. So yeah, they, yeah like black album the actual instead of like isn't it, cover isn't usually what gold isn't that what it normally is. Yeah, over I think. Jeff, what were you telling me late earlier this week about there was people voting for Metallica's best song ever? Oh yeah, I, I think it was Revolver actually that posted. It was just a, it wasn't like a vote or a poll or anything. They just posted what's Metallica's best song, and I think they just wanted everybody on Facebook to comment in on it or you know on uh, Instagram comment on it. Right. And of course, me being the smart ass I am, I commented Saint Anger for their best song. And uh, one of our one of our guests, Jordan, he commented on it and said, "You would, Jeff." Jordan from Big Lake. Yes, of course I would because you know it only seems fitting. Everyone else were picking, you know, the obvious, you know, choices. So hey, is it was either Saint Anger or Purify. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then Bread Fan within parentheses opening. Yeah, o- opener Bread Fan. I think I would seriously. Best overall, so I'd say fade or blackened. There's, there's, there's no I mean, argument yeah, there. Yeah. Were a lot of people saying fade, or was it like, oh, one puppets, blah blah blah? No, I did see fade in there. Um, I saw fade a few times, but this is the thing: is it raises the question: is it the best song or your favorite song? Because there's got to be song, best overall song. Right, right. No, but that's what I mean. Like a lot of people that are commenting on it, are they are they commenting it because they think that's the best song or that because that's their favorite song? You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of people might kind of get that intertwined and just naturally go for what their favorite song is, even though maybe it might not be their best song. We should post that and see what people think. Bobby, what would you say? Best song, not your favorite, but best song in 40 years. You know, this might be a little controversial, but The Unforgiven is the only song I could think of where it has the loud choruses and soft, sorry, loud verses and soft choruses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I told you before, that four hours of sleep is really catching up to me. But yeah, loud, loud verses and soft choruses. I agree with you. That'd probably be in my top five. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, just, for, especially the vocal performance. Yes, no, I was just saying, I, I agree. Uh, you know, Unforgiven. 
is written really well. I absolutely love that song. One of my favorite songs off the Black Album. Um, and yeah, I would definitely put that in one of their best, just overall well-written songs. It's almost as good as St. Anger. Yeah. Almost. And the only reason I bring it up is, did you see that metal? I don't know if you guys watched the metal injection podcast at all, but they actually said that's one of their worst songs. And it's just to this day, I'm always <laughs> like, that's so controversial. Like, how do you say that? that Unforgiven is one of the worst. I, I, yeah, I mean, well, it's um, it's Darren, the the the, the older gentleman on the, on the show. Yep. he's very much like a full, t- first four album or, yeah, first four albums person. Well, and that's understandable because there's a lot of those people out there that really think that Metallica just kind of went downhill after that. I mean, to each their own, I guess. I mean, let's face it, Load and Reload aren't their most critically acclaimed albums, and it has some of their greatest songs they've ever written on it. So, fuck them, fuck them, exactly. <laughs> By the way, Jeff, Bobby, and the rest of the M Podcast for All World, everybody did the right thing last week within voting for all. They sure did. Fixer versus Prince Charming. I said 90 to 10. It was an 85-15 split, and I'm like, I can live with that. 85% of you did the right thing. The other 15%, I get it because I wouldn't mind hearing Charming live too. But dude, you only have one. You have one chance in this lifetime to hear Fixer, and I feel like we're just weeks away from it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, <laughs> Jeff still I'll believe. feeling good about it. No, I'm still not. I'm really not. <laughs> you're not. You're not digging this, are you? You're not feeling it. I am feeling this countdown, but I am not thinking that Fixer is actually going to get played. <laughs> I just don't have faith. I want to, but I, know. I don't. Why is it taking this long? Bobby, you going to the 40th? <laughs> I, I can't. Um, my, my wife's family is coming into town, so oh, I tried no. so hard. It's That's the same day. But the, the first of the two shows of the day, they're coming into town. All you have so, to uh, I, I've got a plan for you, okay? You might want to write this down. Get divorced <laughs> on December 10th and then propose to her on Christmas Eve. <laughs> And you'll have that window of opportunity to do whatever you want to do. It's, it's just that it's just that easy. I wish I could afford that. <laughs> Alimony's a motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> All right, we'll 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 report back. When I was gonna say though, for for next weekend, I, I never do the whole sign thing. But what would you say? Like again, so forget the four count thing for seeking a struggle. What would we do? Like, hey, it's me and Metallica's fortieth birthday. Can we get fixer? If you could actually get them to see it and you could get them to notice it, if they if they start jamming on it a little bit, that might that be a little bit of foresight into all right, that counts. maybe they ha- maybe they've been working on it. Right. If they actually yeah, go in and like, like the old jam it 99, on ninety nine two thousand jam that they used to do. Like they could they could they probably remember that. It may, maybe they used right. To do right before Die Die My Darling. That's right, Bobby. That's totally I forgot about that. If you can get a jam out of it, that might be... And then again, I mean, if they actually do the jam, that might give people this hope that, hey, maybe they're going to play it on the 40th. Maybe Cage the, the Elephant will do it. <laughs> Someone's Greta, Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> Jeff, do you like Greta Van Fleet? I do. They're really good. I knew you were going to say that. I don't care if everyone hates on them because they ripped off uh, Led Zeppelin. You know, I don't Imitation don't is the greatest them. form of flattery, and... Uh, I, I just I don't hate them. I I'm not huge on them, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to seeing them. But it's not like I I don't I don't love them. But they're they're okay. I like them better than Cage the Elephant. 
I do too. I was just going to say that. I saw Cage at the... And I don't mind Cage. Cage played with him at the night before the uh, Super Bowl show. Lars is into that like impressed. hipster art rock. That's what I that's that's what I consider Cage the Elephant. It's like artsy music. It's like hipster artsy music. <laughs> well, Cage and Greta are both uh, managed by Q Prime, so you do the oh, imagine that. that yeah, that got set up right. Imagine hmm, that. It was like uh, when Metallica played with Hole. Remember when they did that? Like, what was it that the for most northern city in Canada? Like, that's the oddest. Um, like Hole, wasn't that and then Courtney Love's band? Yeah. And like Lars is like, they have that, you know, like uh, behind the scenes where he's like flirting with Courtney Love. That Ugh. was such a weird, weird combination. That's his problem. Together. It's funny you bring that up, Bobby. That footage of them sound checking in that tent at the so-called North Pole, it, there's a fixer jam there. There is a fixer jam in there, yep. Yep. God about yeah, and they actually play. like they actually it's all coming full circle. They actually man. like play a decent amount of it in that jam. That's actually in the that. the original fan cam. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure that's the most that we anybody's ever heard of that song like played live. Yeah, it's like a funniest name too, wasn't it? Like up the tuck, up the tuck. The name of the city. I feel stupid. Oh, uh, that's right a now. great way of saying it because that's about the best that I could say it. Google Translate. Yeah, translate, Mikey. <laughs> you know, Eesh, while we're on... Be warned. <laughs> imminent death. Every time I bring that up, I fuck that up, but whatever, I tried. I can't do that quote either. I, I, the way he does it is perfect. Bloody uh, was death. That, wasn't that Corey Feldman? Yes. <laughs> Mouth. He's, he's still alive. His buddy isn't, but he is. Mouth. Yeah, Mouth, translate, yep. Mikey. While we're on this talks of, you know, the the 40th and Fixer and all that, we might as well jump into in voting for all since since we're already on that avenue. And this week, I'm, a pr- I'm pretty excited about this one because now we're leaving Reload and we're entering the Garage Inc. era. And it's the, the album itself. All right, we had two for Load, one for Reload, and one for Garage Inc., one for Garage Inc. Yeah, and, and these this have one's going to be rare Garage Inc. So, dude, I am I have no idea what you're about ready to pounce on us with. This one's interesting because we kind of have a little new and old going. Because so I didn't do just disc one. It's a it's between disc one and disc two. So, oh. Bobby, would you rather hear astronomy or a crash course in brain surgery? <laughs> I like that. I think I'm going to go with astronomy because, I mean, they've never done it before. So how, (laughs) I mean, we're all expecting them to do it. And it'd be so cool to hear live. It would be amazing to hear that song live. Because Crash Course has been done a couple of times. I remember, what was like three episodes ago when you looked it up, Shane? Uh, Once. I think they played at the 100 Club in like 87. But still, I feel like there's a lot of people that would love to hear Rob just do 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 or fucking Jason to come out. That's when Jason comes out is when they play fucking Crash Course. When he has that old five red string, or oh my god, that old red five string Yamaha. Right. Oh yeah. Bringing it back. Bringing bright red Yamaha bass for Crash Course. Bobby, you're going astronomy. Yeah. Jeff. Well, I mean, this should come it's, as no surprise. It's no since, surprise. No. Yeah, because it's it's astronomy. Because I mean, that was it was in my dream no more set. So, 
of course I would I would pick that song. But I I picked oh, a, dude, when, I just when I think of that bass lick, everyone would just lose their mind going into crash exactly course. when I when I put those two together, I was like, I need to think of two songs that you would never expect them to play that are probably the two songs I would want to hear the most. And those were the two songs between disc That's one and disc two that, that I'd want to hear live. Once again, you hit a home run with selections. I just, no hi-hat count, no banter, no intro, like dark stage. And then the lights slowly come up. I mean, <laughs> just that bass intro, we'd all be like, oh, shit, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> It would turn the place upside down. Not that astronomy, because I mean, think about it with you know the the light or with a clean guitar and just how it starts off. You could have a crazy, just kind of like almost like mystical looking like lasers, light right? show. Yeah, while while that intro is playing. But oh, dude, Crash Course would literally turn that place upside down. Oh, I one hundred and fifty five percent agree with you, but I still have to go with astronomy. Yes. It's just, all right. It's just it, it's one of those songs. It's like okay, it's Crash like the, Go ahead. I was gonna say Astronomy is like the fixer of Garage Inc. <laughs> it's true. Yes, Crash Course has been played before, but it was played in a club. None of us were there. Crash Course to me has like it's never been played live. That makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of how I feel too because they never. They never did it on a grand scale, and they did it, yeah, one time in some small little place that right. probably not that many people were at. <laughs> and Astronomy's just that much better of a song. That's like what I call a complete song. It's long. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Astronomy it is. Astronomy. And you know what? I feel like that one is going to win this week. I, you know, I always think the one that I'm going to pick is going to win. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I suppose because Astronomy's never really been a popular song that I've heard people bring up before. So, Well, you're going to have people saying, yeah, fuck Garage Inc. Garage Days is where it's at. We want Crash Course and then vice versa. Right. Yep. And yep. for all you Blue Oyster Cult fans out there. Needs more cowbell. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell's gonna come up just to do to reenact that. Will part Ferrell and Christopher like... Walken. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. What? what um <laughs> Somebody put out the Bob signal? Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Boop. Oh my wow. god. I heard Fixer talk. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> the Bob signal has the Bob arrived. Signal. <laughs> I see there's another Bobby here, so I was like, hey, what's up? It's it's the battle of the Bobs. <laughs> Dude. What about Bob? <laughs> what about Bob? I love that movie. For all the baby steps into the front. <laughs> now it's like, oh shit! There's two of them. <laughs> For all of you listening to episode eighty-one, season six, episode four, uh, 
Bob, were you on like three or four weeks ago? By the way, everyone, it's Bob O'Rourke from Chicago. How many weeks ago is that? Three or four? Something like that, yeah. And you said, yep, one of these times I'm just going to just jump in when I know you're recording and just uh, arrive as the Bob signal. The Bob <laughs> signal. It's like, it's like the bat signal, but it's the Bob signal. <laughs> oh, it's my like Batman Returns sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys playing cards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, animal house humor for you. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Bobby. I don't mean I I didn't mean to I know it's kind of a dick move to just jump in and steal the show. I didn't mean to do that. Bobby, you're, you're ep- the OG guest. I mean <laughs> See Bob, you're legendary. <laughs> Bobby, your episode eighty one's been hijacked by the other Bob. <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm backwards wow. in the pick in the, the video here. What's up? Uh, oh well, you look fine Illinois. on our screens. Everything's backwards in Illinois. Yeah. We understand. So, so my vote is for Crash Course. Even though I said that I could drop Crash Course last time, but wait uh, a minute, you heard, you heard all that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I I hear things. <laughs> because you don't even pop up on our website as a guest. It just says a live call in the Bob signal. I found I found my way in through the through one of the windows. I just you know. <laughs> Kind of pried it open. This is unbelievable. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. That's <laughs> what I do. Oh, no, no, no. Jeff. Well, if, if you've seen Bob's Facebook page and all the, the Halloween horror oh stuff God. that he posts, I mean, I mean, look, he's wearing a Night of the Living Dead shirt. I mean, hey. That's legit. <laughs> that is legit. When, when, when he says we got lunar baby, satan t- in the house too all right tis t- t- the season lunar satan right there what's up clint wells it's good to meet you man you too man i mean you're kind of a big deal <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both big deals oh because we're bob we're bob squared bob squared and then we get bob rock in here and then what is that oh that's coming that's coming bob you, you better believe that bob and then we get Robert Trujillo, and we're unstoppable. We got a band. Bob, Bob to the fourth power, right there. That's right. That's fourth true. Power Bob. Bob plays. That's a lot of bass players, though, because Bob Rock would be bass. Yeah. Bob oh, yeah. Trujillo would be bass. So, so what I would bass. do guitar, or would you do drums? You, you, do, you do guitar. I mean, I have no musical talent. I mean, I'll sing, oh. and we'll clear the place out. You know, I, I, when we want everybody to go home, I'll be like, I just hey, think right, you guys. I think all the Bobs should play bass. Bob and bass. Some really Holy low end shit. Band. That'd be. <laughs> Amazing. Big bottom. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll do like 12 string bass, so I'll just do the part from wherever I am. That's my part. Oh, yeah, my God. Dude, this is an M podcast for all first. We've never had four people on. The four screens is fucking weird. I like it, though. Four screens, I should say. We've had four people total because we had, you know, but we've never had four different screens, I guess. Jeff, we need like an air raid sample for the Bob signal. <laughs> Yes. Or the or the no, you, phone. I, I was in the that's, chat. That's what I was in the chat. I was trying to do knock knock, and that's when you insert the the predator sample of knock knock. <laughs> Bob came in and it was like predator. Oh I was God. like, Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, Mister O'Rourke. Yeah. Um, in voting for all this week was Crash Course versus Astronomy. Jeff went astronomy. I went astronomy. Bobby from just outside of L.A. went astronomy. What is your final answer, sir? I mean. It's tough. Shit. 
I, I kind of already said that I would go with Crash Course just because of the way you guys described it with the lights down and then the bass line starts base. up and everybody nope. just loses their mind. No hi-hat, no count-off, just bass. Yeah, that would be pretty rad. Okay. I mean, astronomy, if, if it were still, you know, 1998, I would say, or 99, you know, that era. But, you know, I, mean, I could take either or, but right now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the odd man out and say Crash Course. Okay. And voting See, for all. Where, this is where things are going to get tricky on the social media page. <laughs> oh, it's going to be just wacky, man. This oh, I don't have... I don't have your video anymore. What oh. video? Like, um, I don't see you guys. Oh, you guys. that means it's time for you to leave then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Bob, you're going with Crash Course. Yeah. Uh, in, voting, in voting for all, polls open early Thursday morning, closing late Thursday night with results on Friday. Bob, thanks so much for dropping by. Of course. Until next time, I'll, I'll I'll pop in through the window with the mail. You know, like you've got a message. Bob is gonna be like he's gonna be like the the, the postman in Mister Rogers' neighborhood from yeah, now exactly. on. He's just gonna pop in. See, see, that's better than Cowboy Curtis on Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> just showing up. I don't have the Jerry curl or the cool hat. You know, so I can't. Do oh, that. Lawrence Fishburne was great. <laughs> I'm having a ult- ultimate mind blank. What was that show where the boyfriend shows up to the girlfriend's room with the extension ladder and climbs in her window? Clarissa explains it all. A Nickelodeon. Is that what it was? It was like her. It was like her boyfriend, neighbor. He would Dawson? show up and he'd come climb up and. That wasn't Dawson's Creek, was it? Um, it was Clar- probably in a lot of. It was a no, lot I think of Bob's right. I think it was Clarissa explains it all like that. I mean, Dawson's 90s. Creek did the same thing too. Like Joey would always come over, but. I think Dawson's parents were. We got to give Bob an extension ladder, Jeff. (laughs) I think it's funny that even says the Bob signal. (laughs) Bob, we'll check you later, man. Yeah, man. Cheers, Bob. You take care, man. Good good seeing you. We'll see you next time, Bob. (laughs) Deuces. That's right. Oh my God. We're gonna get we're gonna get random drop ins from time to time. That was oh, that was classic. Too. That was that so was classic. Awesome. Bob or work. Thanks for dropping by the OG and podcast for all the guests. But now we're back to L.A. with Mister Bobby. What the when he chimed in? What were we talking about? Still, in we were talking. For all? We were talking about in voting for all. Still, okay. It was a good timing for him to vote. He came in at the right time. He cast a good vote. It's gonna it's gonna stir up a little bit of discussion amongst the the social media. I'm thinking we picked what songs we want to hear. For you, Bobby, if you had to pick a song that should not be, a song that you could either erase or that you would skip over, either or, from Metallica's catalog, which song would you pick? I don't know if this counts, but the Swiss Beat song? I mean, because it technically has a Metallica song. I, and no one's done it. Nobody's right? no, done it. Because I mean, everyone always does purify. And I, you said no Saint Anger, so that counts, right? I love yes. that. <laughs> that's that's great. That is one of the best answers we've had yet. Oh, I can't wait to put that song in there now. <laughs> ja Rule, baby. Just when Dude. it thought it was over. <laughs> <laughs> right off your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I would never think about that for the song that should not be, but I, that's a solid answer. Accepted 
Jeff's no longer your whipping boy. No. There we go. We didn't even go down the St. Anger path tonight. Yeah, I don't have to hear anything about St. Anger or Purify because we've cut that out from this section completely. So, Oh, my God. Bobby, how many times have you seen Metallica? It's sad to say that uh, when in Atlanta will be the second time, but only one. So Minneapolis, the this, the uh, U.S. Bank Arena nice. oh, or stadium was the first time. There's nothing sad with that at all, man. I don't care. Up if in my neck of the woods. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. It's just the biggest thing. And actually, I was thinking, Shane, to remember where I live. I live four miles from the Long Beach Airport. So LGB is the airport code. You've probably flown in there. I have before. many times. Yeah, so you know, you fly, you basically flew over my house then, basically, because we're right along the flight path for that. Gotcha. What uh, what side of the airport are you on? Uh, east side, because the airport's pretty close to the ocean. Yep, we always, anytime you go into LA, you usually land uh, to the west there. Same with LAX. Oh, so you come in from the ocean? No, you come in from the east, so you're, so you're landing towards the west. Oh, okay, so you do. Okay, I was kidding. Yep. Oh, perfect. Okay, so I was right. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. So when you when you take off and land, you always want to do it into the wind, so you got a little bit more wind and air going over the wings. And then if you think of where like the breeze comes from in like Los Angeles, it's coming. It's always coming out of the west from the ocean. So that explains why you get so much westerly flow into Long Beach and LAX. Oh man, you really have such a cool job. I, I know I've always said that every time we talk on email, but. It's just amazing, like what you're able to do. I mean, I, I like Long Beach a lot better than LAX. A, a lot less congested, a lot less delays, and a lot smaller airport. It's 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 user friendly, unlike our friends over at LAX. Yeah, I wish we had more. As you know, it's just one. I think one tarmac, right? Um, and then it's just one baggage claim. So really, it's not a lot to to get with. But yeah, the Long Beach terminal is about the size of Jeff's garage. Jeff has a bar in his garage, so it's like a terminal. <laughs> that was a great episode, by the way, when you guys were in the garage and he opens the garage at the end. That was awesome. That's the night that Jeff and I got stood up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody wanted to come hang out with the Atfa boys. Where was the ba- Bob signal when you? Yeah, got- yeah. Where was Bob that night? <laughs> the Bob signal wasn't invented by then. Right. Well, Bobby we said about? he he said he was tired. I was thinking maybe we should see how his mind is working tonight. Well, Bobby, you've had four hours of sleep. Is that correct? What do you do, by the way, Bobby? Yeah, uh, I work in like IT, so my projects in Japan. So we had like what? workshops until two a.m. What? And then Japan. Yeah. I want to. I want to go there really bad. I've always wanted to go Japan? to Japan. I, I've worked there a few times. Yeah. So yeah, I did say that. It's really great. I worked in uh, Sagamahara, and uh, there is like wow. they have Tower Records still there. I don't know if you've if you've ever heard about that, but still, it's like being in like the '90s basically because there's record stores like there pretty prevalently, like legit stores. And there's tons of metal. Like there's metal bars, and they really do love it. It's not just a joke. Like a lot of the karaoke places have Metallica. In I don't it. think Japan is a joke one bit. I would love to go there. I would live off of sushi because it's my favorite thing, and I would go find a bunch of awesome cars that i can't see here and go find a bunch of rare import you know singles that i can't get here go watch some bare knuckle fighting you know dude it'd be great i need to go to japan yeah you can tokyo drift yeah exactly (laughs) is that the mario kart thing have you seen you can uh downtown tokyo 
That's right. They do weekend evenings. You can actually rent go karts, and it's like fucking Mario Kart through like the city. Like it's yeah, legit. it looks yeah. They make no they way. make everything look like and There's they make like the a road course. all lit up and stuff. Yeah, I seen that before. Dude, if I go there, <laughs> like that's totally gonna go down. Oh yeah, yeah. Imagine one goes there, it would get very competitive out there on the Mario Kart world. Dude, that would be like... yeah. Like Shinjuku looks like Mario Kart. It's just like so many lights. It's crazy. <laughs> Bobby, you're in IT. You travel to Japan. Uh, what exactly? I know there's a thousand things you can do in IT, but what do you do? Um, probably shouldn't say my company, but it's like a SAP transformation. So like a financial transformation. So like this is a semiconductor company, okay. and uh, basically, obviously, they're all in Japan and. As you guys all know, with the with the global shortage of it, there's a big, huge issue right now with supply chain. So we're there to try to fix all their antiquated systems. Like long story short, but yeah, wow. they're they're tough, man. They um, wow. the the whole thing about them being really strict and, and stuff like that. It, it's pretty hardcore. Oh man. So well, it's a good thing that you guys. Yeah, that's, hence the two a.m. <laughs> got to do what you got to do, man. It's it's a crazy world we're living in right now. That sounds pretty sophisticated, so I'm just going to guess that you drill Bitcoin. <laughs> or mine Bitcoin. Mine it. Mine, yeah. <laughs> drill, drill it down. Drill the hyperledger. That's what you're doing. I, I, I totally caught on to what you're doing. You can't hide from me, Bobby. For sure, man. <laughs> I, I wish I was so rich. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? Mining Bitcoin. Uh, that's what I meant to say, not drilling. I sounded like I was drilling for oil. Hey, man, drilling, digging, mining, it's all the same. Well, with gas at $7 a gallon, we should be drilling. <laughs> hey, gas at $7 a gallon on your side of the country right now, not up here. Yeah, Bobby's probably paying a pretty penny for, for some petrol right now. I don't like what I'm paying for it right now, but it definitely ain't $7. No. Yeah, well, Shane, or, um, Jeff will like this. Uh, my car is actually diesel, so hey, that helps there a you lot because – we we have diesel like you know well before the oil spill it was affordable um because that's what they you know have out here all the refinements for diesel mm-hmm. so that helps a lot diesels are fun honest, financially yeah yeah it's, and it's a bmw because you like BMW. i love BMW. So the, you know how they have a lot of the diesels oh my yeah, god that's you awesome, guys are gonna man. talk for the next two hours now about yeah there we beamers. go that's all we need right there just talking about bmws we're good to go I was just going to ask for your for your plane, Shane. Just out of curiosity, you don't, you don't have to answer if you're not. Does it affect it a lot for you now with touring? Like, do you guys like is it cost prohibitive to use the plane to get to shows for when you guys play as one for tribute to Metallica? Uh, at eight dollars a gallon, it's a little difficult at the moment. It's a little spendy. I know, because I I think I told you my whole story, and we, we can take this out if you don't want it in the show. No, it's all good. It's just uh, the idea of. Um, like you would be the Uber for bands to take them. Like if it wasn't so cost prohibitive. Like why get sprinters? Like you that's can fly them. Actually, to show. That's a pretty crazy idea. I, don't they do? Doesn't Uber, Uber offer? Does doesn't Uber offer like a helicopter pickup or something like that in certain areas? Like if you're in like California, Manhattan, or, and LAX, or, yes. Okay. Yep. I thought there was. So your Cessna is faster than a helicopter, right, Shane? It is. So I think Jeff and I just hang up the instruments and we can just Uber bandit in the Cessna. Hey, is hey, I'll fly once we get up there. But you gotta, you gotta take off and land. That's all the hard work, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the tough two minutes. You know, take off and land. You got the rest. And then, yeah, I got the rest. Then I'll be the flight <laughs> attendant and we can pour some cocktails in the back. <laughs> yep, and I'll be up there just... <laughs> All right, who's ready to see some shit float in the air? 
Jeff, you've done. I'll some paint zero the coiled G's. snake. You know, exactly. Like- <laughs> <laughs> the best part, Bobby, is the first couple times Jeff was like, "I don't know about this small airplane flying thing," and then he loved it so much. In a month, he's like, "Dude, can we do some like zero G's?" And I'm like, "We can. You might not dig it, but we sure as hell can try it." How was it, Jeff? Was it we scary? sure as hell tried it, and it was. I think flying back, it was you, me. Well, no, it was all of us actually. No, it was. Yeah, Chris I think it was all there. of us. Oh, Chris wasn't there, so it was all it of was us except you, Bill, you, and me, Pizzle Bill, and Pizzle. That's where in the Malibu, dude. All I know is for like a brief second, legitimately, my phone <laughs> was like floating in the air. Our manager, Bill, he's like. He he knows you know roughly what's you know coming up here and he's like oh boy he's like you hold on to your <laughs> shit here and, and I'm pretty sure our bass player was not fully buckled so he like no. flew up flew up and then fell back down onto his seat and we're all just back there just we're just rolling because they, I mean it was the most intense thing I've ever felt it was it was pretty cool I gave it a pretty good pushover we lost about 800 feet in about four seconds. <laughs> 800 <laughs> yeah it was just like all right ready <laughs> good thing shane's such a good pilot i mean i'm not <laughs> i feel like you should work for jeff bezos man get that that blue origin Dude, money if, you know flying people up there man captain kirk and everybody if you could if you could go get tight with bezos that would be amazing that would work out just fine Has. it's not the same skill though is it i just realized that what's that bobby like oh you mean bezos like in his rocket ship the, the cock rocket? Yeah, like that's not they like is it is it the same skill set? It's different, right? Oh, uh, rockets are a little I bit feel like different. I'm stupid like rockets that. are a little bit different. Okay, that's what a I little thought. bit different yeah. form of aviation. Okay. Uh, legitimate question with what you know about flying an airplane, obviously you'd have to take a bunch of training all that stuff, but like how how much more would it be from what you what you already do to like fly a space shuttle or something like that? Like I don't know. I don't know how to word it. Well, I'd have to take an online course for about, you know, 10 minutes. <laughs> Get certified at. <laughs> yeah. Online, uh, you know, online course, you know, like through your <laughs> local community college. <laughs> I mean, SpaceX is around the corner, Shane. Should I, should I look for job opportunities for you? <laughs> you know what, Bobby? If it, is that, if it is that similar. When I see like companies like SpaceX and, and Bezos and... What's the other one? Richard uh, Branson's. Branson. Uh, what's his called? Anyway, th- those guys. Yeah, Vir- uh, Virgin Atlantic. Or what is not Virgin? Galactic. That's it. Virgin Atlantic is the old airline. Well, you know when I see companies like that, those things have have come to the forefront a lot sooner than I thought they would. Um, I mean, yeah, you're a billionaire; you can make that happen. What they're going to do with that, I don't know, but it's. It's absolutely mind blowing what they've pulled off in the last year with their adventures. <clears throat> Jeff, to answer your question, I I wouldn't even know where to start. That's a that's a whole different planet ball game type of type of operation. Well, I mean, hey man, I don't want to take career away from those. <laughs> yeah, oh, huge, and I think forty fifty years down the road, they are going to employ a shit ton of people in this world. Yeah. Not to take away from their crews or astronauts or pilots who are total genius rock stars, but a lot of that stuff that you've seen them do is pretty fully automated. Oh, okay. So, like like in like uh, the Bezos rocket and stuff like that and SpaceX? I used to fly with a guy who was actually a, 
uh, NASA commander. He went on four or five shuttle like Atlantis discovery missions. Great guy. Talking with Kurt over the years of flying with him. The entire launch and like the first 10 minutes of a launch is like it's all automated from Houston. Is that the guy that we saw his picture when we went to yes. when we were in Houston? Because I'm pretty sure his picture yep. was on the wall. When and I'm like, oh, it's my the... coworker, and you're like, what? Yeah, I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute, that guy right there. <laughs> yeah, Commander Kurt Brown, good dude. He lives, uh, he lives over in Hudson, Wisconsin. I'd love to go to space. I, I personally think space is a lot cooler than the ocean is. The ocean yeah, freaks me so. out. Space doesn't freak me out, but I thought you were going to talk about the three-eyed fish on the Simpsons. <laughs> I love That's that right. That, yep. <laughs> I'm going to give a podcast and go go apply at NASA and see how that works out for me. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go be their janitor. <laughs> yeah. Can I sweep the parking lot? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I? Well, it's kind of funny. That was actually one of my first jobs uh, out of college uh, for the company I worked for. What? It was like through the federal government. So, yeah, I worked at all 10 centers. So. I got to see a shuttle launch, and they took us to oh, Space Camp. Oh, Bobby, awesome. And we got to get, like, the, you know, like, the freeze-dried ice oh, cream. Yep. So, but still not as cool as Shane. Like, I, I wasn't an astronaut. They did give us, a, they did us, give us like, personalized suits. So, I, don't, I mean, I, I'd have to go into the other room, but it does have, like, your name on it. You've got cool. a NASA uh, suit? Actually, I lost it. Yeah, unfortunately, I lost it. I just realized oh, that. Oh, Bobby. We Man. Strike number yeah. one and jump in the fire. You lost your NASA suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had the, the the award though from them. Like when we went live, they gave us like plaques, and it has like the NASA um, emblem on it, and it has like my name and like congratulations, Dude. and it has like the president on it. That's legit. that's the president of the United States, the president. That's like, legit, the Bobby. Organization. Jeff, we got some smart guests on our show. It's awesome. Yeah, I know. I like it when we have guests that are smarter than I am. He's an IT manager that drives a diesel and has worked for NASA. I mean, that's uh, be cooler that's, than that. That's more than I can say. I mean, I got to be. Bobby MW, thinks but my job is cool, part. but it's not. He has he he lost a NASA suit. That that still counts. Hey, nobody ever says that my job is cool. So I just want to throw that out there. No, your job is cool. You get paid to just drive around town and act like you care. <laughs> hey, I care a little bit. It's my life on the line too. I think we should jump in the fire. Speaking of space and explosions and rockets going horribly wrong yeah we need we need we need to end this one with a bang so bobby you better get all of these right no pressure and if not we're kicking you out of atlanta live yep sorry (laughs) (laughs) no mercedes-benz stadium no all right bobby ready to jump in the fire yeah, um, I forewarned you that the four hours is probably going to affect me. But I, as long as it's trivia, not lyrics, I think I'll be You okay. got It'll this. Be and, fine, man. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe the grand prize will be your very own Bob signal. <laughs> sound the air raid siren right now from Chicago to Lakewood, California. <laughs> this first one he's going to get because it's multiple choice. I loved multiple choice when I was a kid. I like multiple choice. Right, it, makes it, it makes it a little bit easier. I like you know it's one of them. <laughs> Question number one in Jump in the Fire from Lakewood, California, episode 81. Bobby, where did Kirk get his first guitar from? Sears, Kmart, 
or Montgomery Ward? Montgomery Ward, right? Dude, it was Big Lots. <laughs> Back in 77. Bobby, you're correct. Nicely done. See, look at you're off to a good start. Nicely done. I feel like I need to have that, like, uh, like a lot of Zorro's who wants to be a millionaire music in the background. I was freaking out there for a second. I was like, oh, crap. I'm Bobby's like, I'm going to have to go with my gut here. We need that as a sample. I can never find that fucking sample. I've been looking for years. It comes up a it's lot. It's on YouTube, right? That's what... If anyone can find a video clip of Lars Ulrich saying, I have to go with my gut here, please, please. send us the link please. to impodcastforall at gmail.com because we have been searching for it for quite some time. Am I, am I doing the second question or are you doing it? Uh, it's all you, bro. All right. Question number two. When Flea inducted them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, what was the song that he mentioned that blew his mind? He's also played the song live with him. Was it Ride the Lightning? It was something from that record. You're on the I right. Think you're onto something. I think you're onto something. You're on the right. You're onto right something, Bobby. Path. Pretty close. You're in the ballpark, bro. We'll give you one more chance. Whoo! Can't have been fight fire with fire. Kind of been fade to black. That wouldn't have made sense. Right, yeah, I mean that song's never inspired anyone. Escape. Wah! Wah! So was fight fire? Fun? There you go, man. I like how you picked up on that cue, Bobby. Yeah, but I said it, and then no one said anything. That's why I got confused. Oh, I know. Jeff was just being a dick. Well, and I mean... Because I was like, I... I'm giving it I to knew him. it was either I'm number two or number him. one. I think I just, it's up to the... I, I think we should clarify. It's up to the guests. They have to pick their answer. They can't ask us if that's the answer, because... Okay, that makes more all sense. All these stipulations. Well, I mean, there's got to be rules, man. This isn't nom. There's rules here. <laughs> Dude, I don't want fucking rules. This is a fucking rock and roll band. Rock and roll band. Find that <laughs> clip. <laughs> I might be able to find that one, actually. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Bobby, question three. Uh, more or less, more or less, Metallica has more or less than 100 songs on their 10 studio LPs. Not going to lie, that's a tough question because... Even I had to look at it. Because, like, the first four is either eight or nine, right? So then, just by math alone. So there are 10 studio LPs. Nine times 10 is nine. More or less than 100. Oh, but then if you think about it, load and reload have like 1450. It's got to be more then, because if we just do by law of averages, right? Law of averages? It's like you work for NASA in Japan or something. Jeff, what's the law of average? I have no idea what that means. You know, like the... The shit wins? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, <laughs> if you do something bad, eventually the law of average is going to catch up to you. Oh. The law of average, okay. I should say. Okay, sorry. Something like that. Bobby, you going more than 100? I think so. You are correct. 107. 
107. Hey, you'll like the odds of this next question because it's a true or false question. So you get a 50-50 chance. Take those odds to Vegas. Whiplash <laughs> is played in Mexico City in 1993. True or false? True, because it's on um, Live Ship in Japan. Nice. Right? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't do that. One, two, four, three, two and a half. Solid say five. Yes, sir. And they're all. No, Seattle '89 is Dick Crash, right? It's the other. He doesn't say. It. He says that on. Doesn't say that for '93. He does the masturbate on your face in '93. That's the one. Dude, that's some knowledge right there. Nice work, Bobby. Yeah. Jeff, uh, four for four in Lakewood, California. Oh, no. I don't know if we can handle another Bob signal. (laughs) Bobby knows his shit, unlike that. He does. Unlike that, you know, dude from Nashville last week that didn't know how many singles were on the Black Album. Remember that character? (laughs) Our generation (laughs) swine friend. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I mean, hey, all we is love you, forgiven. Jason. I was going to say, all is forgiven. We right. we will forgive, but on. we won't forget. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds like a song title. Question five, Bobby. All right, 100%. You ready for this? This is This might be the toughest one of the month. Who did the photography work? Who did the photography work for Hardwired? So all the images oh, that no. you see on the record, all the faces that are mixed into one face, anything to do with the hardwired artwork, do you know who did that? It's not going to be Ross Halfin, right? It's not the obvious choice. That's a so, great crap. guess, but that is not what we're looking for. They uh, Another clue, they also made... I should say they also produced a couple of the music videos for Hardwired. Welcome to a podcast for all where we grade on a curve. <laughs> <laughs> Last time Jeff talked about grading on a curve as if he was going to get drug tested. <laughs> That's right. Never did. I believe they made the now that we're. Was it the people that did the video like hearing and hearing? That's it, like that? dude. Oh my god, I get it right? Yes, you did. Dude, nicely done, Bobby. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. Jeffy pulled it off. Bobby, Herring and Harry, nicely uh, done. Five for five. Jeff, I think you get a prize if you bat a thousand on and jump in on jump in the fire. Yeah, uh congratulations. There's your prize. <laughs> I think we're gonna send him an app. Uh, I was just gonna say I think he gets a shirt. I think he gets a golf clap. I think he gets a shirt after he submits $19.81. And he sends another $4.99 for shipping and handling. Oh, we're FedExing that shit. It's like 60 bucks overnight. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think DHL drops off t-shirts too? I know FedEx flies into Long Beach, so we're going to give him the express overnight. I don't know, man. I saw what happened to that FedEx plane in that Tom Hanks movie. I don't know if I'd trust them. Yeah, that didn't end up well. No, it didn't. UPS didn't go down. <laughs> Ups. <laughs> yeah, they stayed up. Was that 
The Sully was a FedEx plane? No, I'm talking about Castaway. Oh, duh. Castaway was FedEx. <laughs> Sully was, at the time, U.S. Air. That's what I thought, U.S. Air, right? Yeah, okay. but you remember, one was real and one wasn't. One had Wilson, which was real, and then the other one was just some <laughs> fabricated... Hudson ho- River. Hollywood, yeah, Hudson River. That sounds made up. Damn birds. Hudson River. <laughs> Wilson's that sound a real like, company. Yeah, exactly. Hudson River, that's more like Universal Studios' backlot. <laughs> that sounds like some IT stuff Bobby would create it in Japan in the lab. Hudson oh, River bullshit. We're talking about Wilson Volleyball Company. That's right. Bobby, nice job, man. I am thoroughly impressed. Well done. Yes, I am too. That was very good. Jeff, we just started a new section on Podcast for All. Bat a thousand and receive a free and Podcast for All t shirt. If you bat a thousand, you get a free phone call from the one and only Bob Signal. Bob Signal and a t shirt. You're avoiding this free t shirt. I'm I'm willing to throw this in. I hey I I didn't say nothing. Okay, Bobby, what size of t shirt you wearing, bro? Uh, extra medium. medium, a medium, extra medium, a an XM. Yeah, XM. <laughs> yeah, why isn't there an extra medium? Yeah, what was that joke? Is like medium, <laughs> Small right. medium. I like that too. That's a medium. Yeah, it's a Hassan Minaj. We saw him a couple weeks ago. He says he's a medium. At for shirts, like it's not going to be small, medium, large. It's going to be medium and extra medium. And that's it. <laughs> you want an XM, or or do you want an SM? <laughs> you want a SM, <laughs> a medium, or a, or a, an extra? Oh my god! Highlights of tonight. Bobby told us about Japan. Bobby told us about NASA. He also told us about losing a NASA suit. How you do that is beyond me. He batted a thousand. The Bob signal. The OG Bob met the new Bob. Yep. When one when so the, East meets West. <laughs> East meets West. Chicago meets Lakewood, Long Beach, California. Two worlds yes. colliding. When worlds collide. Dude, I like that. So it's only fitting now that we have Bob Rock and Rob Trujillo on next week during the same episode. I think we can coordinate that pretty easily, don't you think, Jeff? Yeah, I'll, I'll call him. I, I got Bob's number. <laughs> well, they're listening right now, so they'll just they'll just sign in like the Bob signal does. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, he's gonna wear like a pillowy blouse too, just for for Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that Rob's got his fucking porn stash back. Yep, just. <laughs> Bobby, I'm going to see you in like less than a week in the ATL. I'm pumped. But if they open with Whiplash, I'm fucking out of there. Enough of this shit. <laughs> Bread fan trapped under ice. Now this Whiplash shit. Speaking of 432 and a half. Yeah. 432.5 is going to be a countdown of me going to the exits. <laughs> open with Whiplash. And- Do you like that intro of Whiplash, speaking of which? Like that new intro they've added? I do. It is, it is pretty solid that you open up with a legendary kill them all track i i'm digging it i just yeah and he does double bass on it right yeah, he used oh, yeah. to do it with just the single kick for a while oh, yeah. so i think he brought it back well, when he got the bpm pulled back to about 62 you can play that yeah when whiplash <laughs> is the same temp <laughs> when whiplash is the same tempo as low man's lyric you can play as double bells bass. <laughs> when you guys do one do you do the double kick part for the machine gun eight times or four times do you do it the live version or the uh album version that's a great observation, but we do the album because Shane just turned 40 and his legs don't work that well anymore. 
That's why I always wondered, why is he extended? You think he would do the opposite and keep it shorter to make it easier for himself? I, I do, I I do like that. what they do, though, because when you're playing through a system like that, eight bars of double bass sounds pretty badass live. It's kind of like Jeff showing up 47 seconds late to the bread fan uh, verse. You know, just showing up fashionably late, making a grand entrance, you know, I got to... Gotta wow my fans. <laughs> For Win Indiana, please welcome in forty seven seconds, Jeff Winslow. <laughs> he'll be here. And still waiting, but he's he's gonna be here, don't worry. I was getting changed. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what was going on. <laughs> turn that shit off on Orthan on TV. Yeah, turn that shit off, motherfucker. I was getting changed, know what I'm saying? Jeff, you got anything else? Man, it has been on one episode hell of- 81. Wow. Dude, this, this has been one hell of an episode. Bobby, thanks for all laughs. the last man. Thanks for uh, emailing us Appreciate and keeping it. us in check and coming on podcast for all season six, episode four. Especially episode eighty one. Yeah, our our year. Absolutely, dude. Our birth year, Metallica's birth year, episode eighty one. All the planets aligned tonight, including the Bob signal. Including the Bob signal, yes. Let's grab a beer in uh, ATL, Bobby. You got you got my info. I got yours. Let's let's try to make it happen. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thank you again, Shane. Thanks, Jeff. Yes, thank you. Anytime, man. Anytime. Uh, <laughs> now get some to... sleep. <laughs> oh, thanks. I was just wondering, do you get to pick what the end song is? Like uh, when you guys do the end song, or do you guys pick that? Oh, you you're you're asking if you get to pick. I just think it'd be hilarious if you did Brendan. Could you do it, <laughs> dude? That's that's a first. It's gonna fucking happen. Count on it. Oh my god! Because you because you're running out of songs, right? You can't you can't repeat. Know, we, like you can't do oh, short I mean, straw or any song. We I can we can right? repeat whatever you want. We could we could do. Some we did it again, slime. Brandon. You're gonna get it. Yeah, you want, want some Ja Rule? You want some Swizz Yeah, it's either beats? that or we did it again. Yeah, I was going to say, could either one Yeah, you want Swizz that. Beats? That sums up the episode well. I think he's going to get Swizz Beats into Brandon. Oh, man. <laughs> no way. That would be awesome. You know, what Careful we're what do, you wish for, Bobby. We're gonna make a, I'm going to make a medley of it, but they're both going to be playing <laughs> at the same time, and I'm going to pan each one to one side. So then when you hear it, you're going to hear both of them playing at the same fucking time. It is going to be just a whirlwind oh of shit. Oh, my God. You want to talk about the shit wins, Shane. This could be the best episode ever, man. <laughs> we could actually like break the we records. Might. Oh. And I th- I thought we were worried that it was going to come out terrible. This actually Oh, no, no, no. We're not worried. Oh, no. We're confident. Dude, when episode 81 ends with Brandon, that's the sign of making it. <laughs> Looks like 50-50. That's the sign of making it. Hey, we we ended, you know, 1981 Metallica 40 years with a Motley Crue song. <laughs> probably their worst song in their career and that's and that's totally fine with me but it makes sense worst song of metallica's career to worst song of hey it actually is a pretty good fit it's happening if you the fan wants to be on podcast for all and podcast for all at gmail.com where you the fan choose the closing generation swine song (laughs) and also don't forget to leave us a seven star review that has nothing to do with brandon and in voting for all opens uh, tomorrow with astronomy versus crash course. I'm thinking that's gonna be pretty damn close, Jeff. Do I have to say it? Do the right thing, people. Do the right thing. 
Bobby, thanks again, dude. Uh, I will see you in a couple days. Anything else you want to add? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Mahalo. Aloha. Thanks again, Bobby. Yeah, man. All right, cool. Adios. Hang loose, blood.